Aesthetic, episode 88. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast over our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sparky3. Give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, it's Tom. You know, this was a big week for games. It's kind of just really kicking off what we can get out of this month of June, which has just a ton of announcements all over the place. And joining with me as always to talk about these set things is John and Zach. Boys, how we doing? How we feeling today? I'm doing good. Ready to go. Start of June. That's We're right. already heading strong with State of Play and other stuff that came out this week. Man, no joke there. What about you, John? I'm doing all right. Uh, seem, yeah, seems like we got a pretty good start so far. I, that's that's one way to put it because like a lot of people are saying and that this is probably the best state of play that they've ever had for Sony ever. Yeah, definitely one of the better ones. Yeah, this that that's the common phrasing of this state of play is best one ever. So we're gonna chat about that here today. Of course, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet got a new trailer. Got to chat about that with all the news that came out with it. Also on the Pokemon website, a lot of stuff to dive into there that makes it very very interesting. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. Some gameplay trailer, you know, worth, I'm going to chat about that a little bit, chat about potential concerns, uh, dive into that, and then uh, speaking of diving in, we're going to be diving into something. We got, we got an update on Blue Box Game Studios, ladies and gentlemen. It might be the last one, though, <laughs> from, from the update that we got. It might be the last yeah, one. Yeah, it might be the last well, one. Yeah, but, you know, that's why we're going to chat about, lead off the show with it, and have a good time. Uh, of course, go check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. Show us a little support. Go follow us over at Twitter at Gamestick Pod. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and jump into stuff, boys, because we do, really do have a pretty loaded show. Which also, speaking of it having a loaded show, I just want to point out that I think it's funny that we have like this awesome fucking kick-ass loaded show. We actually toyed with taking a break because I was I, I pitched it. I was like, "Hey guys, oh, you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah." We t- we talked we talked about last week potentially taking a break this week. It's like this is probably be our last opportunity until July, and then here we are with. This it's like oh well good thing we didn't take a break if, if we would have announced last episode hey we're taking a break and all this happened we would have to retract that break yep. yeah I, I would have just posted on Twitter hey no breaks happening guys we're recording an episode there's too much way too much to talk about let's lead things off with blue box though uh, potentially the final update on this thank God <laughs> John is so done with this John he's is tired yeah he's he's, he's tired blue, back, blue box not, hats. <laughs> yeah Zach, Zach's got it right it's not that I'm tired of the news I'm tired of you guys with the news <laughs> I have. I've been so invested in this, in, in this, in this saga, this story, because for so long, everyone was just dead ass determined. It had to be Kojima. It had to be Kojima and Silent Hill. And there, there were so many signs that played towards it. And it's also now, now that we've gotten to the point that we are, that we are it's, it's totally blue box's fault because they played into a lot of it. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, the latest update I saw earlier and I saw, I started seeing a couple of articles pop out earlier this week as well about this before I saw, sent the one that I shared with you guys yeah. from GameSpot. Cause a couple of the smaller ones that I saw were from like news publishing sites where it's like, can I trust you sort of thing, you know, you know, but GameSpot is one that I feel like we can all kind of trust, you know, it's a pretty notable uh, gaming news site where basically when it comes to abandon, uh, the game is dead. There is little to no development happening right now at Blue Box Game Studios for this game. Uh, just apparently they have a horribly toxic Discord private server, uh, as well as uh, apparently someone at Blue Box got in a sexual relationship with a fan, something of the sorts. I don't know, but from everything that we're seeing, Blue Box is... Uh, it might, it might finally reach the point that you kind of like were asking a year ago where it's like, how the fuck are they still operational? Yeah. We might reach that point now where they might not lo- no longer be operational. But again, like the game is apparently just completely dead, you know, after uninspiring teases of flip flops of the truth uh, with an exclusive fan chat room that was organized. And, you know, the funny thing is these past couple months, anytime I've seen 
anything blue box come out like any sort of like small article right hassan comes and steps into play and and like responds to the tweet to the person that's like hey i'd love to chat with you and like the next day that same person puts out a new article saying oh yeah me hassan chat i'm like did you put like a gun to his head? Like I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> what's happening here? This is the complete 180. Like what's going on? Sam was doing some like shady ass, yeah, mafia shit. Just like, why are you talking shit? No, basically, and that's kind of what this art article just kind of details is that like, uh, you know, Hassan basically just kind of was like kind of paying some people off and shit. Like it's it's wild, dude. And when it comes when it comes to the situation, the one thing that I keep coming back to that I just find. So fascinating and so hilarious is the fact that, like, this isn't just some random indie game that got, like, a, you know, some, you know, a lot of steam behind it yeah, out of nowhere. No. This was promoted by fucking Sony yeah. on their on their blog site. And that's what makes this so fascinating is that Sony, like, got fleeced in this. Because, I mean, like, dude, getting, getting uh, like, in those blog posts, that, that's a lot of money. Me and you chat about that. Yeah, where no, it's just, like, there's no way. There's no way that this company is making enough money to, try to handle that sort of shit, right? Because they've literally made no money on any project they've done. They've canceled every project they've ever made. So that that's why that's another reason why everyone was so dead ass determined this had to be Kojima. It had to be Kojima. Because like Sony, you know, promoted it. They like, gave them the blog post spot and everything. And uh with where we are now in twenty twenty two, that does not seem to be the case at all. This is actually an indie developer that uh somehow just got pulled one over on Sony. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's embarrassing for Sony, honestly. And then the Pospa Kojima rumors came out, and they just started playing into it yep. to get more traction. Because from what it seems like with everything we've heard about this, with this new article release, is just they were trying to milk this for anything they can, regardless yep. of what it was, to the point that one of them had a, got sex out of it. So, Yeah, and also um, uh, the article points out that like some previous tweets that was put out from like Hassan's account as well as the Blue Box Twitter account, like kind of teasing potential like upcoming like announcements because you gotta keep in mind this playable demo whatever yeah. that com- was literally nothing that never happened yeah was, was then turned into like you were gonna get the prologue and then the full game like there was all these tease tweets about it and stuff all those have gone back and been deleted uh, so what what a joke what a joke what a, what a sinking ship this whole thing was but it was fun to talk about while it lasted at least for us John not so much. John wasn't even on the show really at that time, besides no. just like, you know, as a as a guest, and he is sick and tired of this shit. That's because that's because I was like helping you edit the shows and everything yeah. then, and every every goddamn week. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the clip. Every week you just send me you'd send me, you go, Hey, we hey, we talked about blue box again. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? The only sad thing from this is that even if this abandoned actually finally dies. And why I gave my stupid thing that I said a long time ago was the game was what we were experiencing now, just abandonment. Yeah, being abandoned, yeah. Um, I would not be surprised if, like, in a couple of years, Blue Box or Hassan or somebody pops back up again with some other bullshit scheme. I fully expect it. With, with the track record of Blue Box Game Studios, they'll come back into the... They'll come back. Just a matter of form or fashion. Yeah. They'll at least try. Yeah, they'll, they'll try with another game. Probably not with Sony this time, though. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably have to go back just try to put it on Steam or something. If they don't get blacklisted from that's, this. That's what I was that's about true. to say. Yeah. It's like that's probably a blacklist from Sony. Yeah. No, it's it's done on Sony's front. So, well, anyway, enough of that. Speaking of Sony, let's talk about let's talk about the state of play. Again, this is like being talked about as like possibly the greatest state of play that's ever happened. Which is very interesting considering every, most people going into it was unsure about, about it because right. it was a third party in VR. Yep. 
state of play. Yeah, a lot of low expectations because of that. Uh, that might be why people are calling it the greatest one because nobody. It's like they didn't they didn't say exactly what was being shown. They just said third party and mm-hmm. VR stuff. So people are like, <clears throat> who knows? We'll we'll give it a shot and see what happens. It's it's not like when they when they they do a big state of play centered around their a next game, yeah. big game or their next big series of games. And then people watch it and they go, well, that's not exactly what I was expecting it to be. Right. This one, people just go into it and they're like, well, let's just see what they got. Yeah. Which immediately led off with uh, an absolute, like, uh, banger of a of an announcement. Something we've been waiting on for, I think, ha- like, pretty much all this year. I mean, because it was, like, pretty much all this year we've been waiting for the announcement of Resident Evil 4 Remake. I mean, I have them. Well, I mean, as an industry, as as a, as an industry, everyone's been waiting on this I announcement. I mean, Resident Evil Four is going on the same path as Skyrim. It's actually passed it, but has it surpassed it now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I think it actually surpassed Skyrim before this. But now, I mean, now this further it. drives the nail in the coffin that it is surpassed. I mean, I won't be mad though. I mean, they definitely gave it the rehaul. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks good as fuck. Yeah, it does. With and it actually dropped a release date too yes. of uh, March twenty fourth, twenty 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 three. Also, with the little tidbit that's going to receive uh, VR2 content. Which will be interesting. Yeah, and then after that, that's when they dove into the VR2 content, which was an interesting approach because I was actually dead-ass determined that the show was going to end with all the VR2 content. Yes. That's But they actually let off with it, which in Heinz, which I think is better. I thought that worked out a lot better. And which showed off quite a few VR t- uh, games, which looked very interesting. For one, Resident Evil 8, yep. completely playable in VR from what it looked like. <laughs> I saw someone tweet, she's like, so you're telling me I can get stepped on by tall lady in VR? Sign me up. <laughs> I was not surprised by that. Because if you noticed during that Resident Evil Village trailer, it was mostly tall lady yeah. and, her, and her daughter. <laughs> yes, that it was the focus, even though we know that is not the whole game. And then they also mentioned, for just Resident Evil in general, there's some type of DLC in creation, didn't they? Yeah, DLC has been worked on, been talked about for Resident Evil 8 since like last year. Yeah. But it's still this matter of like, oh, when are we going to, when are we going to get the announcement for it? Uh, We also had Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 for PSVR 2 and then No Man's Sky for PSVR 2, which I thought actually looked pretty clean. I mean, it looked clean. It looked good. Yeah. Then had the Horizon Call of the Mountain, which I wasn't really sure what that was. It almost looked like an on-rails thing. I think it was. I really do. Uh, I saw some people kind of talking about afterwards where it's just like they didn't think that it was as on-rails as they thought it was going to be. I actually disagree. I think it's very much on-rails. I really, really do. Well, I mean, I couldn't really tell from how that trailer was shown because there was those few weird moments where it made it seem like you're you were actually actively climbing, yeah, which yeah. could very well be an on-rails thing, where at the same time it's sort of just like, that seems like a really weird thing for an on-rails thing. Mm-hmm. No, and that's fair, because there's also the moment where it's like you were uh, going across the rope, whatever, and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, no, I mean, the, I will say it looked awesome. I will say it looked, it looked good. Yeah, it looked really good. I was very impressed with it, but let's not kid ourselves ladies and gentlemen watching that was on rails like i was watching that and that really felt on rails to me uh because i i don't know like i'm curious how no man's sky is going to be more than anything with vr you know what i mean because like i feel like with the while we are progressing with vr and things are getting bigger and better and better it's just like how much can we really have like a completely open game in vr you know what i mean and then like that that since that's what horizon's known for 
I don't think they were taking this approach or called them out because they really did look on rails to me. From point A to point B that they were going throughout the whole trailer, it felt like it, you were on rails. I, I could be wrong. Uh, they didn't say afterwards if you were on rails or if it was completely open. I don't think. I, I feel like it won't be completely open. Still looks cool as shit, though. It did look very, very good. I will say that. Um, then the next thing that we added up was with some Horizon Forbidden West content. New Game Plus is finally here. Some new weapons, transmog, a couple other things. Ultra hard mode that I most definitely will not be playing. Uh, and then Spider-Man Remaster coming to PC this August. And Miles Morales coming later this year. A lot of people were digging up an old tweet from Insomniac in 2017 that it, uh, Spider-Man was going to forever stay on the PlayStation. It is a Sony exclusive. Everyone's just like, well, this aged well. Um, I will I mean, it's still a Sony exclusive. Sony's just pushing the PC. That's true. So it's a matter of time before they get their own client, like we've, like we've talked about before. They, they just keep pushing out so much content on the scene. Um, I will say for Spider-Man going to PC, that might be one of the only ones out of all these Sony tiles that's been released where it's like, I kind of want to get it on PC. Yeah. I, that's the only one so far. Like God of War, like, yeah, it'd be cool. I'm not the biggest God of War fan in the world. Horizon, I mean, it wouldn't be, be kind of cool, I guess. But Spider-Man, like, I would actually really like to play that on PC. I think that'd be cool. Like, Spider-Man going to PC, it's great because it's like, I know a lot of people that, like, wanted to play the game, but they, they don't have PlayStations. So it coming to PC is nice. The only thing that's going to be disappointing again is the fact that it's a Sony game coming to PC years afterwards. Oh, yeah. It's going to be $50. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be at that high price point. It's going yeah. to be 40 or $50 for it again, which I understand mm-hmm. they can get that out of the PC players because it's new there. They haven't played it before. Or it's like they haven't been able to play it, <clears> so <throat> they can't. It'd just be nice to see... It'd be nice if some of the some of the games they brought over were a, brought down a little bit to be more in line with like what they are on consoles. It's still gonna sell. Like, yeah, like it's it's a game that people people love, people rave about, and people want to play. The game's gonna sell when it comes to PC. Sure. Every every game they've released so far to PC has done phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say, even if it does come at that price, it's totally worth it though. Like I mean, I know it's annoying because it's an it, older game, but it, it is totally worth it. it I mean, it's it's worth. Yeah, it. it's yeah. just it's it's hard to justify sometimes when you're when you're looking through PC games and you see and and like if you see it priced fifty dollars and then you check on like the PlayStation Store or something and see mm-hmm. in their shop that it's like twenty thirty bucks. Right. Right. Oh, I'll also add on to this. I saw someone tweet about this earlier. I think it might have been. Um, I think it might have been Final Fantasy 16 is okay. what is what it was involving um, that it was listed at that next generation price on Steam for seventy bucks. So just kind of something to keep in mind. There. I could see though because they when they first announced it, they were sort of pushing that it was going to be the first one on the next generation. Yeah, so even on Steam, seventy dollar price tag uh, for standard price, moving up to that you know next gen price, you know from the sixty to seventy whatever. Speaking of Final Fantasy 16. You want to go ahead and address it? Well, no, I was just going to say, like, the. what did y'all think of the combat in that? It looked very interesting, honestly. So, my take on it, did you ever play 15? A little bit. Okay, so, from what I got about it from watching that trailer is the combat seems to have transitioned from 15, so it's still, because 15 was that free flow action type combat in which it was showing that during the single port part portion. The combat I'm being going to be curious because it didn't really show it all well. It just showed just cinematic shots as how the fighting between the avatars are going to take place. It, I was wondering that too because 
they all we really got was like it looked like cutscene animation attacks yes. going off on it. So I didn't quite understand how that was happening. So I'm I'm gonna be slightly concerned about that because from the shots they show were very cinematic during the well, we did see the health bars above, and which from what it seems and the storyline that they're running with, that's gonna be a big portion of the game. Yeah, and in one of those shots, like I didn't I don't I don't know what <clears throat> like damage numbers were, but it showed like a fireball hitting into one of them and like half the health bar disappeared. Yeah. From that one attack. I'm like, what? What? Okay. How is this actually? That's what made me think, like, how is this going to work? Yeah, because from what it looked like, it almost seems like that, depending on how consistently it happens and what it's involved, maybe QTE based. I could see that. Where it it could be, I don't know. Because every time it showed that, it was also accompanied by, like, a cutscene of, like, the armies fighting each other. Yes. True. So I'm, I'm wondering if, like, the battle's happening down here, and then it just cuts away to something up here depending on what's happening down here. I would assume so, because based on the little bit we got from that trailer, it seemed like more... Because my speculation, from what I could see, because I haven't looked further into it, so I don't know if they released more details or not, this seems like it's always it's actually taking place before the timeline of 15. And during the time of... Uh, I think there was reference to it in 15, but it's been so long since I played 15, I don't remember what it was called. Um, more or less, the kingdom's warring, and each kingdom has either their leader or some champion who is an avatar as one of the summons you've spent in 15 running around and collecting. Um, and each one of them is like the main powerhouse, and just during these battles and that's going on across the world of all these different kingdoms and whatnot... You're also fighting it because it almost seems like your character's not associated with any of them, or he's an exiled or been enslaved by something, and he's trying to be forced to be used because he's Infrant, which is sort of a nice nod from Square Enix because Infrant's one of their first ever summons, Aeons, GFs, whatever you want to call it. Shout out, shout out. Um. So yeah, yeah. But that that after watching the trailer. Maybe a little, like I'm a, I'm a, a little more interested in seeing more about it now, because previously I was looking at it. I'm like, I don't know, I don't really know what it's gonna be. We just, we've had like very little information on it. Yeah. Now it looks fun. Now it looks like something that's gonna be good. See, me being someone who's played through a large portion of the Final Fantasy series, I'm slightly concerned with it. I mean, the trailer looked mm. great and everything, but I mean, I'll be very curious. At least me personally, <sighs> flow of the world story and how frequent those kaiju battles are yeah. i mean i don't mind qtes but when half my fights are qtes i start being like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> yeah that 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 i is concerning but just like from seeing the like the individual combats uh throughout the trailers those looked more interesting to me I mean, those looked good. Those look good, and those because, uh, funny enough, they, the combat there. I didn't play a lot of, uh, fifteen, so or I haven't played it in a while. Yeah. So I don't remember how it flowed as as good, but, I mean, it it, honestly reminded me a little bit of Tales of Arise, the mm. in the way that it looked and, kind of the, almost the weight behind some of the attacks. 
I could agree with that for 16, because based on, because at least from what it showed, it's going to be a lot more large-scale battles, in which in 15, there was a several large-scale battles towards the end of the game, but for the most part, for people, it was field hunting. Yeah. So it was quick encounters with some boss fights here and there, and for the most part, <coughs> boss fights were like just playing Shadow of the Colossus, you're a bunch of small fuckers stabbing this giant fucker. Um, versus this one seemed like a lot more... Almost Dynasty Warrior style to me. It was like, I'm a single person. I'm going to just run through this shit. Yeah. And then when I meet a champion, they go beast form, I go beast form, and then we just wreck the entire map. Yeah. Be fun to see. Yeah, I'll be curious to see you in the next trailer. Maybe give me more hope or more worry, depending. And that's what I'll be looking forward to is if it's going to give you more hope or worried because since you have played the Final Fantasy. Because as for me, for someone who's never really played Final Fantasy games, I thought it looked interesting. And like what you're saying, John, yeah. I'm at least interested now. Yeah. It's like from not being really a Final Fantasy fan yeah. necessarily, but being a fan of kind of these ac- action combat RPG style games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. But... But hearing concerns from an actual person who plays Final Fantasy is very interesting. Yeah. So I'll be looking forward to seeing the next trailer, whenever that's going to be. We did get the release date, or release window, summer uh, 2023. Yep. Yeah. So. Which, like I said last week, <laughs> not happening this year. We did. We, <laughs> well, we, you also said last week we weren't going to see it this year. Well, I no, I, well, I started that, and then I said, and, and that's when you started saying, potentially later this year, I went, the, we haven't seen anything, so I don't see that happening. That's fair. But the only the only thing that would change that opinion is if it happened at this event. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's very true. Yeah, the uh, the Final Fantasy sixteen being the big you know close off of the show, and you know Capcom as a whole was just very like, you know Capcom and Square both were just like really prominent in this event because yes. you know between Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, and then Capcom with a you know, kind of a pretty lengthy trailer of Street Fighter six as well yeah, with a twenty twenty three release. Yep, some gameplay and character reveals. Finally, get to see. Two of the new characters for yep. Street Fighter... Was it two or three? No, it was two. Two characters for Street Fighter Six, as well as older-looking Ryu and Chun-Li. Yep. And also, they changed the logo, which I laughed when I, as soon as it popped up on the screen. I mean, I'm not surprised with, by that. Yeah, with, 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 number one, how bad the previous logo was from just, like, last year or whatever, and then number two, when everyone started finding it, like, online, like, they literally just used this. Like, yeah, change the logo. I do want to give a shout out to that logo because I didn't notice this till someone else pointed out. If you look at how the logo is designed, like, obviously it's designed to look like a six, right? Yeah. But, like, with how it's all blocked off, the characters to the side of it is actually the Roman numeral for six as well. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little touch. I didn't notice that. All I know, like, when I saw the logo, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it makes a six, whatever. And someone's like, oh, no, look, it's also got the Roman numeral six, my. Ooh, that's kind of kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, new logo, full full trailer breakdown for that as well as twenty twenty three, and also unfortunately no Ryu bulge. Yeah, no bulge this time. Damn it, had a bulge last time. Uh, I, I loved when that happened because there was uh, people coming out. Like the the first one that really pointed out was Kaiser Neko, you know, from Team Four Star, yeah. who who is of course gay and, and married, whatever. And he's just like, bless the person who took the extra time to highlight Ryu's <laughs> bulge. Uh, the other thing about Street Fighter that was pretty interesting got a lot of people chatting was it will not be a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. yeah. It will be coming to Xbox and PC. So that's the first time in what? How long? I don't know. A while. Yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty interesting. Uh, no, Capcom and Square, they really put this event on their back and just said, come on, let's go. 
Uh, we also got another look at Stray with an actual release of July 19th. Also with that, it's going to be day one availability for the extra and premium tiers of the PlayStation Plus. I think it's the first game we've heard with that. Yep. Yes. Yep. Well, I think it's actually the second. I think there was one other game, yeah. but it was some random bullshit game. Yeah, there I don't was. remember what it was. Uh, Shadow Warrior 3. Nah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one, but it didn't. That was just kind of like, yeah. it was like a one line <laughs> in a post uh, gotcha. when, it, when it came out. Yep. So, Stray coming at that. So, I, I will play it. What the hell is this game? It's, I play was it. wondering this, too, because I, I would look at him like, are you just a cat? Yeah, you're just going cat adventures. That's all you need to know. Is you play as a cat, you go on adventures. In a dystopian world. Look, I don't know what this game you. is either, okay? You're I just want to play it. I want to play it. I'm playing as a cat, okay? I want to play it. Cat's cute. It's a cute cat. I have no idea what this game is. I'll be completely honest with you. All if I know you don't is that day one, I'm gonna be pissed at you. I'm gonna play it day one. What's it, the nineteenth? We've heard that before. Hold on. <laughs> what day is the nineteenth? Uh, is, is it gonna be in time for an episode? Let me look. Let me take a little peeky poo at the calendar. Uh, all right. So the nineteenth is a Tuesday. So I got you on July twenty third, right here at GameStatic at YouTube.com forward slash Sparky three. I'll chat about Stray. I got you. Uh, also got a pretty lengthy look at the Callisto pro, uh, pro, uh, protocol. I almost said project uh, with a December second release. Uh, this is of course made by X Dead Space devs, yes. and this looked absolutely fucking brutal. Like looks, Jesus Christ, it definitely has the theme and feel of the original Dead Space. Because when the trailer started, I thought it was the Dead Space remake. We were getting an update about it, <laughs> right? And then it went into everything. I was like, no, oh, it's not Dead Space. God damn, it looks like it. <laughs> Yeah, no, this this absolutely just looked absolutely unbelievably brutal. Uh, Roller Dome uh, was another one that uh, was a very interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. It looked interesting. I'll say that. I'm not going to play it, but it looked interesting. Uh, now, Turnites, though. Now, that one I'm interested in. That one actually looks pretty fun uh, with what? That was an early 2023 release. Yes. Yeah, just like a JR, like a JRPG, a JR, like action game, whatever, and dating sim. Is essentially what it what it is. It and looks, visual it looks novel. and visual novel. It looks fun to me. Like as soon as this started popping up, I'm like, ah, oh, this actually looks pretty cool. So I'm actually probably gonna play that one day one. I'm looking forward to seeing more on that one. Uh, Tunic's coming to PlayStation. Cool. Uh, Which is weird. I thought Tunic came out on PlayStation. Was it just PC and Xbox? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just PC and Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then a game called Season: A Letter to the Future coming out later this fall. I don't know if we've seen that previous or not. We but, have. Okay. It was actually uh, last Games Fest. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, overall, uh, how do you guys feel about the state of play? I, this My stance on it is I acknowledge that it's one of the best, if not the best, state of plays ever. And, like, from, you know, taking my own personal feelings out, yeah, I'd probably give it an A. But for what appeals to me personally, I'd probably only give it, like, a C. You know, just because, you know, I'm not a Resident Evil fan. I'm not a big Final Fantasy fan. I'm not a Street Fighter fan. And those being the three heavy hitters. You know, I, I, I acknowledge it was an unbelievable uh, state of play for Sony, though. How do you guys feel about it? I mean, overall, for me, I feel like it was a very good state of play. We did get the Resident Evil 4 remaster remake once again. Um, I mean, honestly, the VR stuff looked really good. It did, yeah. Makes me really looking forward to VR stuff and may actually look into getting me one in some towers here in the next year or so because it's all looking very solid, mm. especially because everything they showed off was pretty much triple A level right. of all the stuff they showed. <clears throat> Um, 
I'm very curious when Sony's going to bring up the price tag for that. Because I really, guys, I'm going to be real with you. That PSVR 2, I'm going to be shocked if it's under $500. Like, I will be shocked. I I think it's going to be like a $600 machine. And I feel like it's going to be one of those cases where Sony's just going to like, okay, here's the price, and then just leave. Like, I I, I really think that's what's going to happen. I I disagree with that. Really? Okay. Because I, I feel like Sony's whole stance on their VR is with the VR2 they're they're trying to actually get more people in the That's fair. into That's fair. it and they I feel like their their stance on it is VR that's like available to average people. That's fair. That's fair. Is their stance on it whereas like some of the some of the VR for like PC and stuff like that is just stupid. True, true. I will say with all these like 18 plus launch titles that they're going to have like day one, whatever for PSVR two, you know, I know one that they, I feel like they really need to probably drop immediately on day one. If they can work it out and get it done is half-life Alex, because that's still considered like one of the best VR experiences out there. Like not even close. I mean, people were, were pissed that it didn't get nominated for game of the year because like, that's how incredible it is. And because like what you're saying, where Pete or VR is like such a niche space, you know, there's so many people that missed out on that game. You know what we need in VR? Hmm. 12 minutes. Dude, that would be nuts. It would be that, nuts. That would be. I actually just downloaded 12 minutes the other day and was messing around Dude, with that it. That game is ridiculous. Yeah, like that would be insane in VR. So, for sure. What, what about you, John? What was your overall thoughts of State of Play? This the State of Play, it's not necessarily appealing to to me in particular, kind of like you. Yeah, I there's, there's some There's some definitely some things in it that I looked that I saw, and I'm like, I'm going to be very excited for this a year from now. Yep. It turned out uh, for me. But, I mean, I also, I recognize why people are calling it, like, one of the best state of plays. I don't, I don't personally agree with that. I think part of, like I said before, I think part of it is just the fact that this is one of the few state of plays we've had where there's not been disappointments. Is why. That's fair. Is yeah, why yeah. people are, are, like, so <clears throat> amped up about it. It's like there was, it was just a solid, like, point hit point hit point hit on everything and but so for me i'd i'd say overall i would i would say probably be depending on like future trailers we get for some of these games coming in 2023 true true it's like that'll that'll be what i'm excited to see more information coming about some of these games but for the for the uh capcom people you fucking you get you got what you wanted. Yeah, you're eating. You're Resident good. Evil and Street Fighter. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I will say one thing that is just like, you know, I saw some people kind of point out, and I even have a concern with as well, is like while the state of play was awesome, we still need to know more information about this year. You know what I mean? Like we know Forspoken later this year. This year's fucking shot. Yeah, this year's kind of kind of fucked, but I want to know exactly what do we have in anything. And we have Forspoken, we have Gran Turismo 7 coming out, uh, the Clusto Project we got a date for, we know God of War is coming. Um, like, like, what else? I mean, yeah, Gotham Knights is coming, but that's also multi-plat. Um, so, like, what else do we have coming from Sony this year, if anything? That's that's kind of where I'm at, I want to know. But I th- I'm thinking with you at this point, I think this year might be shot. I mean, Deathloop gets out of its one year. That's true. That's true. It's one year exclusivity, whatever. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we may get some, we may get some like surprise announcements here, like this month. Yeah, that is true because with this state of play, it was officially branded as a uh, summer game fest state of play. 
They had the actual logo on it and everything. It was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Sony is 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 partnered with Summer Game Fest for like the first time in like two plus years, uh, which I thought was very interesting when Summer Game Fest released their lineup of partners and Sony was on there. Which I do have the list of partners here for the weekly wrap up, but yeah, Sony is officially with Summer Game Fest this year. So I thought that was interesting. So, yeah, so this is this is the official kickoff for Summer Game Fest. So the state of play was Jeff Keeley just he, yes rolling, rolling in his money. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Scrooge McDuck jumping into the cash. Yeah, it's like we we may get like I said we may get some surprise announcements coming out later this month. Sony may look at it and go, "Well, this was for next year. We still got something for you." Yeah, and it, I think it'll be at. Uh, I think it'll be this upcoming Thursday. I think it'll be at Summer Game Fest. We'll can only hope. It. Yeah, I can only hope. Uh, let's hop over to the next thing. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet trailer uh, with a lot of info. Yeah, this was a. This was some hype shit, you know, with the trailer itself plus all the info that was dropped on the Pokemon mm-hmm. website. Because a lot of people, I want, I will stress this, they see the trailer and like if you're just, uh, they that they, they kind of just ended at that, you know what I mean? But no, you got to go digging. You got to just go over to the Pokemon.com. And, go, and that's where they drop a lot of information on you. Like, you know, a lot of information about the game that the trailer doesn't necessarily do. And there is a lot of info. Yeah, that, that's where they put, like, that will cont- anytime something shows up in a trailer from here out, they won't tell you anything. Yeah. They'll just show you the pic, like, show you the animations of it in the trailer, or it may just be in the background or something. Yep. But when you actually go and look at the site, that's where they'll detail it out. Yep. The biggest thing they detailed, which is huge, game changer is that this is going to be a fully open world game, okay? They, they literally say that you can experience a new style of adventure with a world that you are free to explore at your leisure and not in order dictated by the story. That's huge. This is a game changer for Pokemon. This is what everyone wants. Yeah, and I will say, just as a quick side note to that, the way they the way that the Pokemon Center and like Mart and everything look yeah, yeah. is just almost like a pop up stand out in the world, dude. That, that I, I'm all about that. Yeah, it's it's like you're just kind of going around. It's like oh, there you oh go. shit, there we go. That's what I was looking for. Right. Yeah. Heavy multi multiplayer focus. You can play up to four four friends co op in one game. Yeah, which I I thought was, in my opinion, with where Nintendo is at with online play, I thought was the perfect decision to make for Pokemon. I feel like them trying to really go for like an MMO would have backfired massively. In my opinion, I, I feel John, I feel like reducing it down to three friends with you. I thought was the right play. I saw the multiplayer thing and I just went cool. Another game. Alex will never play with us. That's a lie. And you know, that one's a lie. I've put more hours on shield than both of you combined. Did you play with me? No, there's no, I mean, we, 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 we did raids together. That was it. I mean, that's how that was your multiplayer with Sword and Shield. I did a lot of raids with people. Josh, you, Nick. I mean, I did lots of raids with people. I never said you weren't going to play it. I just said you would never play it with us. Well, that might actually, you know what? I don't understand the jumping into someone else's world to play, though. See, that's going to that's gonna be interesting. And now, I will what, also say. What's the incentive behind that besides just. Just for fun. Just, like, right. Or just like, I'm going to go this way, you go that way. Yeah. I would assume it would allow for. Um, depending on, because they didn't, I don't know, did they specify on exactly whether it was going to be a shared world or if it was going to no. be in that game specific? Because the interesting thing, which would be looking at the fact that Scarlet and Violet seem to be almost two different timescapes to sort of lean to, because Scarlet seemed to have more of a prehistoric vibe to it versus Violet had a more modern, futuristic vibe. So maybe jumping into a Friends game would allow you to catch the Pokemon that may be specific to the other version you don't have. 
Maybe. It's like, that'd be interesting. Uh, Although, you talking about the the more modern vibe, I just got to comment on the legendaries real quick. The fucking Violet legendaries got fucking jet boosters. Yes. Dude, he looks so cool, though. He looks so fucking dumb. He looks so cool. So fucking they look, they look but, but they both look awesome. Let me stress that. Yeah. And also, back to your original point from a play with you guys, I'm going to be real. That's going to be more on you guys than it's going to be on me. I'm just going to be real because I'm going to be the one here that takes this game the most serious because, like, look what I did with fucking Shield dumping the amount. The only person who dumped more hours into Shield than me was Josh. That's also because that's all he had was a Switch. That's a different story, though. So that's going to depend on you two if you're going to play with me. You say that. You know how I am. I will put more time into it in the first month than you will, and then I will stop playing. I don't know if you'll put more time into it, That's but what we'll, I do with but you game. will stop playing it after a month. I, will, I mean, I, I've already proven it with triangle strategy, so. Look, this is Pokemon. This is a different realm yeah, for me. Yeah, to be fair, this this is a different world than triangle strategy yeah. was. Yeah, this is different for me, man, because I'll be I'll be hard getting into the competitive stuff again too. Like, so this this is gonna be my 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 realm, which also. I'm looking forward to seeing any more information come out uh, throughout the rest of this year before release about uh, if like all of the unbelievable quality of life improvements for competitive from Sword and Shield carry over. That's one of the big things. Though. I imagine it would, but I'm looking forward to seeing more on that. Now, to the point that you made about the, you know, uh, like kind of like prehistoric vibe. Aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's actually been a pretty common leak here for a little while. And like, honestly, some of the leaks that I've been following all appear to be completely true based on how this all kind of plays out. Because like one involving what you're saying, one thing is that, you know, there's two different professors, which also for the first time ever, the professors are not named after trees, which I thought was okay. Yeah, and I didn't know what they were named after. Are they after. named after time periods? Uh, they're simply named after um, ancient and future, uh, translated from uh, Japanese. I th- or no, Spanish. It was Spanish. Yeah, translations from Spanish. Their names, it's like, you know, they took the last four of both of the Spanish word for ancient and future. Uh, and that's the professors. And it's the same thing for the two legendaries. The, you know, because it ends with a dawn, whatever, for both of them. The, I think it was uh, Kudai Dawn and Mira Dawn, whatever. That first part is both um, ancient and future in Japanese. So, I, I just a couple of fun facts for you there. Because that's been a common. That's been a common leak here for a while. Is that it was going to be like a past future vibe, where it's going to be a uh, traditional versus modern is how it's been described, which I feel like is going to probably be the more accurate way to describe it. Because like I don't think Scarlet will be like taking place in the past or anything, but it's just people that are in this traditional way. Yeah. Then there's the people stuck in like the you know or in the modern way, whatever. I think that's kind of the vibe for it. Tell you right now, I'll be taking that traditional route all day. Scarlet. I was to say I'll probably run Scarlet as well. I know Josh is already dead set on Violet. I am currently leaning Violet. So if you got to play Scarlet, that works out perfectly. Um, I will also say, based on the looks of the leg- legendaries, uh, the the type leaks also appear to be true of Dragon Fighting, Dragon Electric, mm-hmm. which also points to other type leaks because this all comes from the same person, which is the uh, Mega Hyper Cringe Riddler, the most cringy individual on Twitter for me that I follow. Because he have just his massive beef with Centro uh, leaks, whatever, where he's just like every post that he puts out, he's like, "Come here, Centro, you know my puppy. Your dinner is ready." I'm like, "Jesus Christ, you're so tr- you're so cringe. Why do you have to be the one factual insider we have?" Uh, but he's also leaked like the starter types as well. Uh, and again, you know, to me, the legendary type leaks appear to be 100 percent true based on their design. Uh, but the if that's the case, starter leaks, uh, the starter types would be like Grass Dark Fire Ghost and Water Fighting. Played with a fire ghost. Uh, you get another one. 
Uh, and also another little fun t- uh, tidbit here involving uh, like all these leaks and stuff. Another guy that I've referenced before for like Pokemon Unite stuff because he's a data miner. Uh, Eclipse. Uh, he someone someone quote tweeted this, pulled it back up from a few weeks ago, where he was just like, "How do I tell everyone that blank are the same but also the opposite?" So indicating potentially the two legendaries are exactly the same Pokemon but from two different eras. Yeah. So that was actually pretty cool as well. So that also kind of points like, you know, is time travel going to be like a big thing for this game potentially? Because it's already confirmed that Hisuian Pokemon are going to be in the game. Like you can get Hisuian Pokemon. They confirmed that with the original trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like what what's going to be like the big mechanics of the game? Is it going to be like time travel? Is it going to be like, um, you know, uh, there's been a lot of leaks from Eclipse where it's like, you know, something involving like you know the little crystal that was in like the Japanese logo that's going to involve like color theory. Yeah. So potentially move fusions, type fusions, who knows? But I mean, overall, like the trailer looked dope. Like the fact that it is going to be a fully open world game because I've never really, besides like Legends, right? They've never really taken that approach where you can just go kind of do your own thing. They've dabbled in it. They've and dabbled which, in it. It looks some, some of the gameplay they showed, it seemed like it did take some things from Legends because it seemed like for the catching may be similar to Legends. Uh, yeah, and actually, uh, glad you mentioned that because, um, you know, something that someone pointed out, like, you know, the fine detail stuff in the battle with the ever so adorable LeChonk, mm-hmm. um, in that battle, you know, there's the UI on the screen. There is no experience bar. Yes. So indicating that it'll probably be how it was in Legends where you all just get experience, you know, with the experience yeah. share, which has been a common thing, uh, but you all just get it post-battle. So no experience bar anymore. Going with the Legends route, which I think could be really good. I'll be very curious to hear more about the multiplayer stuff because... This would be the first true multiplayer Pokemon game, which yeah, could be yeah. very fun, especially with the free roam aspect yep. of it. Yep. And so be very curious to see how all that works and how battles would work at that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was wondering. Is what is because they they did make a big point to talk about the multiplayer on the website. And that yeah, it's yeah, a big section of it. And like I said, I don't. I don't see the incentive besides being in the same world right now, but it'll be interesting to see what like advantage or what benefit you get from that. Yeah. And saying that with the shared world and stuff, um, the, the first thing that I thought of where it was something similar um, was actually was the first thing that popped in my head was actually Far Cry 4. Uh, because that was a game that me and Andy loved playing together online, but mm-hmm. it was one of those cases where we couldn't progress the story together. Yeah, like wow. we were just in a world just to go dick off to dick off. We couldn't do anything else, which I think f- you, you guys, you guys played Far Cry five online. Together. Was it different for that one where you could yeah, progress? Five was full ca- okay. campaign. So see, that's where I'm curious how this will be. Is it going to be like Far Cry four where you just go dick off or is it going to be like Far Cry five where you can do the actual story? That's what, that's what I'm going to be very curious well, about be, with what you're saying. I'll be curious about it because one thing that we didn't really get to see from this trailer is gems. Yeah. They showed off a shot of what looked like a gym, but we didn't see actually anything involving the gym. Yeah. So it almost, almost makes me curious if the gyms will have different the usual gym puzzles related to having multiple people. It'll be easier if you have multiple people versus doing it by yourself. Right. Well, that's kind of, you brought up Badalic. It's like, I thought about that too. Cause if, if you're in the same world and you see your buddy over there battling something, and you just show up and be like, well, now there's two of us. Right. Yeah, and it also brings in the question of, seeing as we do know Hisuian Pokemon again, are alphas going to be still be a thing? Oh, that's a good question. I wouldn't think so. Or but, would they take the thing from Legends, the raids, and that just be a spawn with it instead of being alphas? Oh, that's also a good question. I would think the raids may actually still be a thing. 
since it's so open world. I feel like that could still be a thing. The alphas, I'm not sure. They may keep the alphas. I, I wouldn't think they'd keep alphas because then that would... Because if, if they're assuming that they're wanting to do the competitive around oh, the Oh, true, true. You, you can't have the alphas. Yeah, alphas would really... Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So probably no alphas, but okay. I could see raids still being... Because well, they, they've already kind of messed with raids before, like in grass raids like uh, ORAS and X and Y and stuff. So I could see the raids from Legends still being a thing, 100%. So, so yeah, the biggest thing besides that is just with them wanting to focus on multiplayer, what content are we going to have to really make this Pokemon worth doing multiplayer? Right. I actually still think, I think there's still going to be gyms in this game. Uh, I do. I and mean, they showed yeah, off. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they showed they off showed a gym. Well, I, I mean, I think it's going to be like the traditional sort of format in that regard, where it's like you still do the HMs, you battle, you know, uh, the champion, whatever. I But what I think they're going to do actually is I think they're going to have it set up where it's actually going to scale. Well, that's, uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was going to yeah. bring that up. Uh, yeah. After. I, I think depending on where you want to go, it's going to scale, which is more accurate to yeah. how it's been depicted in a couple, like, uh, pieces of Pokemon animation. Like, Pokemon Origins is a great example where, you know, Red went to go face Brock, and Brock had, like, six different Pokemon. He's like, oh, so this is your first gym. Okay, I'll use these two. So, it's you know, it could be as similar like that. and Because they've only dabbled with that off the top of my head three different times. Uh, red and blue. Uh, OG, you could kind of flip between. I think it was what three gyms, three to five. I think is what yes. it was. It was like Surge, yeah. Erica, and uh, Koga, whatever, yeah, uh, or maybe Sabrina. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think Sabrina. Sabrina was out. I think yeah, right. it was Koga. Yeah, um, I, I'm trying to remember. I think it. I think it was you got to do the first two, Misty and Brock, and then yes. Surge to Sabrina. Potentially was kind of like however you want to do yes. it. And you know, with that, it also kind of carried over to gold and uh, gold and silver. And then also, um, it did it again with diamond and pearl because I think it was after the third gym, you could kind of choose between either do um, the ghost gym leader or the water gym leader. Uh, I, so they, they've dabbled with this before, but now they're going full blown, like just go do what you want. And also another thing that I think they will. I think they're going to do it where for both games. I think they're going to go all fucking out for different gems. They already messed with it in Sword and Shield where both games had two exclusive gems. I think both games are going to have eight exclusive gems per game. You will not face the same gem leader in Scarlet and Violet. I, I think they're going to go that route. I really do. Because I think it's going to tie into like the traditional and sort of modern vibe that you're kind of pitching. So I like the uh, or I assume it's going to be a scaling thing, like you were saying, as far as gems go. But I love the idea of like exploring the world and being like, oh, that's a there's a gym up there. I'm gonna head that way, walk in there, and like you got like level 18s or something. Yeah, you yeah. step through the door, and the first trainer in the gym's like, yo, bitch, and tosses down like a level 55 <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> I don't know why you're here, kid, yeah. but it's like, oh, you found your way to me. Fuck you. I think it's also possible as well that they take an approach like legends where you can only get to each area as you progress to a certain point. So like out of like the eight gems, whatever, let's say the first area that you're mostly in is like, you have these amount of gems that are scaled to this level range. And like the next area will be scaled to this level range. Like I'm not saying you can't go to the other areas. I'm just saying gems will be scaled based on other areas. So that's also a possibility, but I don't know. I think the full scaling across the board uh, could be the better way for the most part. I feel like this based on story, they'll probably have it set up in some capacity where like at least the final gym is the final gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's a possibility and the other seven be completely do what you want. Um, do we but, know if it's a zone based like no, Legends was? Not yet. I, I kind of got the feeling it, it wasn't going to be zone based like that. Because yeah, I don't based think because on with how it showed off no, it didn't seem like it. I didn't think it was going to be because with uh, Legends with Legends we, we pretty much knew 
different zones, different areas like that. Right, right. This one they're calling a true open world game. Yep. So it makes me think it, it wouldn't be that way. Right. Super pumped, though. Super, super, super pumped for it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, the only other thing that I would love to see them kind of retain, and I want to see them retain it and expand on it in some capacity, is um, I would love to see them try to do the same approach they did with Sword and Shield for leading up to the champion, where you just don't go do an Elite Four, like you go through the tournament thing. I thought that was super cool in Sword and Shield. I, I do lo- There's a part of me, because of just how long it's been a thing, that did kind of miss an Elite Four, but I also love the, the tournament vibe. You think that's what the multiplayer thing is? Is just Ooh. when you get to that point, you just fight each other? Ooh. That could be pretty solid. I, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm a fan of just the general Elite Four. The Elite I, Four I'm, is I'm, is spicy. I, I I love the I love knowing that you're going to like you get to the end and it's like all right I know there's a champion back there but I got to get through his like his his four people first. Right. And see, I, I do like the Elite Four, and they and they and they made the comeback. I wouldn't be mad about it. But I also like the chant the tournament thing and sort of. I thought it was super cool. But then again, that was also the vibe of Galar, though. Was like the big, like yeah. massive battles of that. That was Galar's thing. So I don't know how much that will carry over. See, but. I would be more down for the Castle Crashers thing of Castle Crashers. Once you defeat the boss to get the princess, you all had to kill each other. That honestly, that would be pretty sweet. You know, to see it in there, and you have to do that with your friends. That would be pretty cool. But. It would suck though, because then your friends would have to redo it. <laughs> Fight the champion. But overall, I mean, that single three-minute trailer just got so much hype. Uh, only got, what, three new Pokemon? Yeah, three new Pokemon and the two yep. legendaries. But we also got some returning boys. There was a lot of Pokemon uh, revealed in this one that wasn't revealed in the previous. I've actually been building a list of uh, Pokemon that is now confirmed for this game. Yeah. Let me see what my list most, is at. Most notable one for me, just because we, I've, I've established before I'm a Gen 2 guy. It was Flaffy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Flaffy yeah. was in there, yeah. So I would have to make I would have to double check um, the trailers, but as of now, I have counted ninety two Pokemon confirmed, and then I've built another list of twenty or thirty that I assume will be in the game based on various reasons. Like for example, all the Eevee forms, you know, Tauros, since there was a little kid wearing a Toro shirt. Yeah. You know, just various dumb things where that it's would, like, I can assume this. That would be the best thing. You have people walking around wearing like Tauros merch. He's not in the game. That happened with Sword and Shield. I don't remember what Pokemon it was, but that happened in Sword and Shield, like the base game. There was a shirt you could get, but the Pokemon wasn't in the fucking game. That's funny. I don't remember what who it was though, but they came in later with the DLC. Like I also just assumed a third legendary. I assumed Smoliv would have two evolutions. You know, Lechonk would have one. The regional bug. You know, just natural assumptions. Uh, but I'm up to 122. I'm trying to build this deck as much as I can, just because I'm I'm addicted. I love Pokemon. Uh, so I'm very pumped for this uh, with the, the release date of uh, November 18th as well, right before Thanksgiving week. So that's cool. Don't know if I'm gonna be able to take off. My PTO is kind of shot, but I'm gonna try to take off that week so I can play this game all week and have a great time. Um, any other thoughts on Pokemon, or if not, we can move on. No, I don't got any more. No, I think I'm good for now. Okay, looking forward to more information. Big true. Uh, we will have a Pokemon themed episode come out sometime next month um, here at Game Static. Allegedly, no, it's happening. I promise. Um, Game Static, like I said, I announced last week, we'll be starting to go become live shows at the beginning of July. Any like extra episodes that we do, like they'll still be a numbered episode, like this one, whatever. But like anything like where it's like kind of like specific topic based, that one will probably just be pre recorded, so that week you'll get the live episode, and then a couple days later I'll release the Pokemon episode. So. Looking forward to that. Uh, all right, last talking point. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, 
finally got a first look at this game uh, from IGN first. And for the way that they're kind of talking is that like all throughout this month of June, they're going to continue to release more information on the game. Uh, they first released a just a, like a seven minute trailer of just like getting around the world. Like there was no mm-hmm. combat. World looked very empty, empty. Showed off a couple of the puzzles that were very basic. Uh, but I mean, the thing is about like that first trailer. Like you don't need to necessarily sell us on the world. Like us as Sonic fans are already kind of sold on the world and the mindset of it being open world. You know, like we're already sold on that. We wanted to see more of the combat. In terms of like just kind of getting around, I mean, it looked fun. You know, you're running around at the speed of sound. So that's what you want to do. Um, running up walls, running along walls. And that was another thing as well because like there was a couple moments at the beginning of like that uh, trailer where it's like it looked like, there was only certain walls you can necessarily run up, you know? And there was another point later where it's like Sonic was down in like, I think like a, like a, like a, like a river sort of area and started running on the side of the mountain, whatever. So that, that, that's good that it points that you can literally just kind of do anything kind of like link can climb anything in breath of the wild, you know, kind of the same vibe. That's good. Uh, if we're going to include like, puzzles in this world we got to get more creative because those puzzles like all right turn this okay the door open cool uh it's kind of basic i saw a lot of people making fun of it where it's like it literally just looked like an unreal engine tech demo Uh, they just took a generic world from unreal engine tech demo threw it in threw sonic in boom there you go there's the gameplay trail i'm like yeah i I can see that uh i mean again getting around like we're already kind of sold on that need to see the combat we did get the combat trailer yesterday uh another seven minutes of that as well uh, I like what they're going for for the combat. It You're, seemed really tedious. It that that that's one of my complaints. But I like what they're going for in re, in terms of really pushing what Sonic is known for, you know, and what he has used in the past and in previous games. But the problem is, it felt very tedious and it felt very uh, like they didn't do a lot. You know, yeah. like they, they kept it very much like homing attacks, like his fast kicks and like the little wind stuff that he'll do. Like they kept it very much to a small pool of stuff. Um, and that's where I have concerns. Like, are we going to expand on that? There's been leaks in the past that like Sonic will have like a skill tree. Uh, I think that the leak that had Sonic as a skill tree was the one that actually had correctly the Sonic Frontiers name. I remember us talking about it at one point. Uh, I think that was the same leak. So I'm hoping that is the case and he does have a skill tree and we can ha- expand on this combat, you know, because the combat just seemed, while it was good in terms of they're doing well to make it feel like Sonic, it just felt tedious and like there wasn't enough. You know what I mean? That so, was the main, that was the main if complaint. It takes me- three minutes to kill anything on encounter. I'll just be like, fuck this. I'm not even going to bother killing anything. <laughs> yeah. See, and that was the other thing is that like, you know, in terms of being tedious, it's like everything just felt like it took forever to kill. You know what I mean? So I have concerns, you know, cause right now this game is still slated for this year. And I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe in a way Sega's kind of putting these out just, you know, really get it kind of a feel from the audience. And cause I, I, Sega is really trying to push for this game not to be a flop. They've already flat out stated that where it's like, we're really trying hard not to get, you know, bad review scores. We're going for a high review score this time. Literal quote from them. Um, So I hope that with the feedback they're kind of getting, because like the feedback from Sonic fans has been kind of, it's been very mixed is I hope they take the feedback and at this point just delay the game again. Uh, that's my stance on it is just delay the game again next year. If it, if it comes out this year, cool. I'm still going to fucking get it day one. We'll see how it is. I'm a massive Sonic fan. But I, my hopes my, my hopes are still high because the idea is phenomenal. 
But it's like I said before, it's fucking Sega. It is Sega. So we'll see. We'll see what they do. But I mean, there were, like I said, there were parts that impressed me. There's also a lot of things that concern me. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see more when they, I guess, throughout the rest of this month with the IGN first. We'll probably see more here. This maybe this upcoming Thursday uh, for Summer Game Fest. Um, but at this point, just delay the game. Just like you know, give it a few weeks from now. Just watch. We'll get uh, maybe next month. We'll get the announcement. Oh, Sonic Frontier is delayed to early 2023. It's like all right, cool. I'm fine with that. Honestly, I'm perfectly fine with that. Take more time. Keep this thing in the oven. Don't don't repeat a Sonic 06, please. Don't do that. Even though you rave about it. You got to admire what they tried to do. I got to be real. You got, I mean, the game is a broken ass mess of a game, but there's a lot of things where you look at it and you really, you can, you got to admire what they're trying to do. In fact, there's a difference between admiring it and raving about it. Look, I do rave about that as a guilty pleasure of mine. Okay. I will not lie. I will also give a special shout out involving Sonic 06. There is one particular, uh, uh, fan of, of the Sonic franchise that has been basically remaking Sonic 06. Oh, yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, Sonic uh, P06 is the official title. It even has its own Wikipedia page. Uh, making a lot of progress. As far as I know, they're completely done with Sonic Story. Uh, they're now working with everything through Shadows, and they've just been making a lot of quality of life improvements. I saw an update from just earlier and giving uh, completely eliminating the entire UI of the game and replacing with something brand new that looks clean as shit. And you know what the funny part is about this? This person's never played the original Sonic 06. That's funny. They're just a Sonic fan who's never played that game, and they're just like, huh, that game is complete trash. I'm going to remake it. They're doing a great job. Shout out to them. One day it'll be a thing. And Sega's just letting it happen. You know, they are, and I'm glad. Just keep letting it happen, because Sonic 06 deserves a redemption arc. Because it... It's just, it look. It's just a broken mess of a game. The only problems with that game is it's a giant, broken disaster... And Sonic gets with a human chick. That's the only thing that's weird. That's wrong about the game. Is that the one where Sonic hooks up with a human? Yep. Yeah. Basically, what I got out of that is the only thing wrong with the game is the game. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not, that's not accurate. But if if Sonic P O six turns out as incredible as it looks, and there there is like some demos that you can play of some of the, uh, the Sonic stuff, and everyone says it's great. Uh, Sonic O six is going to get its redemption arc, okay? And it deserves its redemption arc even though it almost killed the brand. But anyway, uh, all right, so let's hit the w- weekly wrap-up and finish up the show here. Uh, so first up, uh, Summer Game Fest partner line. I'm going to run through this real quick. Uh, of everyone that we know is going to be there in some capacity. Uh, 2K, Activision, so much for that, right? You know, Jeff, uh, just end of last year, it's like, yeah, Activision will not be a part of uh, you know, Game Awards. And it's funny how just a few months can change some things. Uh, BS Activision, Atlas, Bond Namco, Bloober Team. That's one to keep an eye on because that's the one with the rumors of Silent Hill. I think it was the Silent Hill 2 remake. I think okay. what it was. So keep an eye on that one. Capcom, Coffee Stain, Deep Silver, Devolver Digital, Digital Extremes, uh, Dotuma. Do, how do you pronounce that one? Whatever. EA, Epic Games, Focus Entertainment, Frost Giant, Humble Games, Level Infinite, uh, Mediatonic, uh, Me Hero, Tech Otaku Save the World. I made sure to include the entire name because, like, like it has, like, their main name. Mihoyo? Mihoyo, yes. Thank you. And then it actually says, you know, Tech Otaku Save the World underneath. I thought that was funny. Uh, Netflix will be there. Interesting. PlayStation, Raw Fury. Um, Samsung, Sega, Square Enix, uh, Skybound Games, Steam, Studio, MDHR, uh, Tribeca Festival, uh, WB Games, and then lastly, of course, Xbox. 
Speaking of Xbox, we have some Xbox rumors here for you. Uh, so the first one, kind of disappointing. I put this in the other day. You were not happy about it, Zach. Neither am I. Uh, so there is a rumor that Fable is having to be scaled back due to the force of tech. So kind of kind of depressing about that one, if that is true. Another rumor is expect Avowed and Contraband to be at Summer Game Fest. I fully anticipate them to be there in some capacity. I would expect them to be at that showcase on Sunday. And lastly, word is picking up quick that the Gears 6 reveal and the Gears collection will, in fact, be revealed at this Summer Games Fest. Not the actual day one, but, you know, the, their personal events. So yeah. keep an eye on for that one as well. Uh, next piece of news here. Dragon Age 4 gets its official name, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. It's also confer- confirmed for a 2023 release. Zach, as someone who's played the Dragon Age uh, series, does the name Dreadwolf have, like, a lot of heavy impact like on what you think could this would all be about? Because obviously I have not, so I don't know. Like, is this a big deal? Like, uh, it makes me think of a mercenary unit, but I mean, you don't deal with a whole lot of mercenaries throughout Dragon Age. But that's what it makes me think of. Okay, so the name itself doesn't have any relevance for, as of now. Not unless there was some mention of it through through the loads of extra readable content and uh, Inquisition. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that. If you knew if Dreadwolf had any like impact on the story in some capacity, like it was some big deal, because I didn't know if it was or not. Uh, next thing, which is kind of sad, because we just talked about this like a few weeks ago, that it felt like it was being back on a decent track. But Santa Time Remake is no longer projected for fiscal year 2023. Project is delisted, and pre-orders can be refunded. And like the quote was something along the lines is like, you know, if you want to go refund your pre-order, feel free. Uh, it's fine. You know, until the project kind of gets back on track. I'm like, God damn, how much did did this get prom forward? Like, did this get that fucked in the in the develop process? That's I'm just glad that they're, you know, because they just passed it off to, it was um, Ubisoft Montreal yeah. is who they just passed it off to, which is great. They're the original creators. Uh, but maybe they, once they got the the package of it, of what the previous devs were doing, they were just like, yeah, boss, this is going to take us a lot longer to fix than we thought. I mean, you know there's going to be some people who are going to pull the Duke Nukem thing and just not get the refund and already have it paid off for uh, yeah. whatever it comes in. Yeah. The first thing that I thought of as well, when it comes to that, where it's just like Ubisoft Montreal got the project and they're just like, Whoa, this is going to take us a lot longer. It's kind of like when uh CD project red here recently made the announcement that, Oh, Witcher three next gen is just delayed indefinitely. We don't know when it's coming out. That's because they pulled it from that Russian studio back into their own hands. Yeah. And they basically just had to see, how far along did they get? And then once I guess they figured it out, they're like, okay, yeah, it's not that bad. Then there's like, oh yeah, you know, it's coming out later this year. So I kind of see it related, kind of like that, where Ubisoft Montreal got the project. And they're like, yeah, this is just delay this indefinitely. We're this is going to take a while. So hopefully we'll get some updates at some point. And last little piece of news for this week is Madden 23 cover was in fact revealed to be John Madden. To no one's surprise, rest in peace. This moment of silence for the legendary John Madden. Moment has passed. Also, that's not the last piece of news. You can't stop me. Lost Ark got its summer roadmap. <laughs> <laughs> last piece of news I had. Yeah, Lost Ark got its uh, basically its July slash summer roadmap. New class coming, I believe it's July Arcana, and they announced they're releasing a new class every two months until the end of the year. Okay. And we did. They did confirm as well. That the newer classes are not coming, the newer classes in like Korea are not coming first. They're starting not necessarily in the same order that they released in, but they're starting with the older classes that were released first. Gotcha. So just had to throw that in there real quick. 
I know you did. So when are you going to get your Lost Ark button? A Lost Ark? Oh, yeah, I need to get something. Yeah, I got to figure that out. Well, we are getting the new caster soon, so we'll figure something out for it. I, we'll see. I also need to know what would be a good, you know, what what would be a good effect? You know what I mean? Like, would, an, would there be something from the game that would work? Would there be some sort of phrase that I would have you record since you record all of our effects, apparently? Like, you know, what, what I mean, I'm fine with getting one on here, but what is it going to be? I don't know what it's going to be. You guys tell me. I don't know. You can't stop me. Lost art. <laughs> I might. I could. I, <laughs> I could clip that. I got to I gotta bring it in when, uh, when I'm surprising him. I, I could clip that. It's like, you can't stop me. Lost art time. I, I got to start throwing him in at random so he's not expecting it. Yeah. No, I mean, I that, mean, you can just do what I do on anime. I just yell him, hit the button. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you, you got to do is just say hit the button. Just, all right, click, click. All right, let's go. The best thing was when I started saying it, he looked so confused. He was very confused. I was, yeah. He's, he's like, uh, what has what he got? <laughs> oh, shit, it's lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, man. Uh, Zach, you got anything? Any other thoughts on anything? No, TFT is going to get its new season here in a week. Oh, yeah. What was it? It was announced today. I don't know if the date has been announced yet, I don't know but uh, the, the season ends, or this set ends on, what is it, uh, Monday? Yes. It, okay. ends, it ends on Monday, so usually it's right after that that, okay. that the usually. set comes out. They revealed a little bit of it, but not a whole lot. I'll be looking forward to yeah. that. Been playing some TFT here recently. Yeah, the new set's been on the on the PBE. Yeah, the dragons thing. Yeah, people have been people have been finding the bugs, and uh, I've I've seen clips of uh, Mort Dog, who's one of the TFT. He, he's like the face of the TFT team, like him playing and talking about some of the bugs, explaining why some of like the augments and that are going to be removed when it goes live. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be playing that. I've been playing TFT recently here at night, just kind of vibing. I'm also gonna, I guess, continue to play uh, Diablo Immortal. I did download that uh, yesterday. Start playing that today, so I'm gonna continue to play that. As I said, I would a very long time ago because I just memed on it for so long for this show. I felt obligated to at this point. Speaking of that, man, people people call Lost Ark pay to win, <laughs> man. You're playing the real pay to win. Ah, shit, no joke. What you told me makes me not want to play it at all. <laughs> <laughs> How, what What was the price to max out your character? You said like a hundred k. Yeah, it's just, it was like an article I saw where I don't know if the math was accurate or if it was just kind of like napkin math. <laughs> uh, but they, it's like it was projecting like to fully max out your character as much as possible could cost up to a hundred k. That's unbelievable. Well, I'll I'll continue to play it just to get a general vibe for the game, and I'll probably never play it again because that is uh, that re- a lot. that that really demotivates me from wanting to play. Well, that's the thing is I've seen I've seen posts from people playing it that are playing it free to play, who are like, "Well, the game the game is fun. People are it seems like people are enjoying the game." Which, if you're going to make a pay to win game, that's how you have to do it. Yes, you have to make the game fun. And then that way the people that are enjoying it feel more like they should pay. Obligated that they'll yeah. pay for it. Because it's like they'll see people that are, it's like they'll see people getting further ahead because they're swiping their card and they go, maybe I need to swipe my card. Right. Well, I got nothing else if you guys don't. Nah, nah I'm good. Okay. Uh, the only thing left is um, 
Just uh, with actually this episode, I'm actually going to release this one early. I'm not going to release it on Tuesday. I'm actually going to get this edited like tonight and release it first thing for in the morning. But other than that, just a friendly reminder that this week we got a lot of content coming out because Thursday we're recording for Summer Game Fest. Depending on what time we record, honestly, that episode could literally just come out that night. Like, I mean, I'll turn around and get it edited either for Friday morning or it's going to come out that Thursday night. I'm putting on an episode. I guess I'll go ahead and hit the music too while I'm kind of leading this out. I forgot we were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday, Summer Game Fest episode. Uh, and then we'll do another, our normal episode on Saturday as we normally do. I'll release that one probably immediately that night or Sunday. We'll be talking about Mario Strikers Battle League and the Quarry. Uh, then we'll do an episode for Xbox Bethesda Showcase on Sunday. That one will be released pretty much immediately. And then we'll do an episode for whenever Nintendo does something as well, which I think will probably be next Tuesday is what I think, but I don't know. And if anything else pops out that needs an episode for it, we may do it. This is this is our this is our busy season. We got a lot of content we're pumping out for all this. Uh, very very busy. Uh, all right, boys, pass it off to you. Last thoughts, got here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe and help us build up our YouTube channel. You can also hit that bell to notify you when any video goes up, especially with this week coming up when we're going to be posting quite a bit of game static stuff and anything. If you're not able to follow up with Summer Games Fest, thank you. Yep, do everything he said more and if you made it to the end thank you very much and hopefully you'll come uh, come check us out during this busy week we're about to have busiest week of the year for us this is our Super Bowl season uh, super pumped for it there's going to be a lot of great announcements at Summer Game Fest Xbox Fest to showcase whatever uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of great shit. I'm super excited for it. Uh, definitely do everything they said and more as well. Check us out at our website, Sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or you sign up for five bucks a month. Check out the merch store as well, Sparky3shop.com. Join the Discord link down in the description below. Great way to st- be in contact with us, especially once we start live streaming. Go follow us on Twitter at GameStackPod. Check out the other shows like at An- at Animan Podcast, at Terrible FB Show. Uh, talk about movies and stuff and Spark Bark. That's it, guys. Till next time, have a good one. See ya. Yeah.